Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Kara, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. Yeah. 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 I, I could use a beer, I feel like. Yeah. I also <laughs> could use a beer, which is kind of funny because I was talking to my husband the other day and I was sort of like, you know what? I think I should take a little beer break. Oh, okay. Just like a, a few weeks or maybe a month off. And mm. for me personally, there's like never really a good time in terms that. of like yeah. the beer that's out, you know, because I love stouts. So I don't want to stop drinking in the winter. And I oh, love, true, true. Yeah. I love like crushers. So I never want to yep. stop drinking in the summer. But I was like, I just didn't take a little break. <laughs> And after Father's Day, I'm just not going to drink for like a month. Okay. And I have utterly failed at that. <laughs> Father's Day was three days ago. I know this recording is going to come out a few days after that, mm-hmm. but three days so far, I drank the day after Father's Day. We went out to dinner mm-hmm. with the kids because mm-hmm. I took the day off. And oh, it was nice. really nice. It was a beautiful day. My husband and I went for a walk. Oh, that's nice i've That's never cute. gone for a walk with him before Aww. like it was kind of yes it was cute but it was actually really nice Aww. it was weird being outside i'm not much of an outdoors true type. this is true i do like swimming with my kids and mm-hmm. i've talked about that many times yeah. but I'm other not than that really not like, so much <laughs> let's go outside where there let's are go bugs. for a walk <laughs> <laughs> so that was a pleasant Aww. surprise mm-hmm. um but we went out to dinner that night, and I drank a beer, mm-hmm. and then yesterday was Tuesday, and a friend texted me and was kind of like, I really need a drink, and I was just like, <laughs> I'm in. yes, thank yeah. you, and now here we are today. Here we are. So <laughs> Drinking again. Not so much follow So three this. strikes, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> All right. It's already over, man. <laughs> well, um, we're going to open a beer from Beer Church in New Buffalo, Michigan, and we're going to talk about a kind of non-parenting-ish fun topic we're gonna talk about weird laws yeah yeah i this has come up between you and i a couple of times we sort Mm -hmm. of like either after recording or just in conversation Mm -hmm. have chatted about some of those things that seem like gray areas Mm -hmm. in the parenting world like like can you leave your kid home alone at what age and for how long in the car by themselves in the car by themselves and and what's the like timeline can you run into the like convenience store at the gas station Mm -hmm. when they're little and they're waiting for the car to fill up or no you can't even do that yeah so anyways yeah yeah it kind of brought about this law topic and we just decided to go the route of telling you all the cool weird funny (laughs) things we found out yep so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna drink some beer church and talk about weird laws so all right what are we drinking first this is pontius pilot ipa which is a new england Mm -hmm. yes it is it smells like a it new smells England. like I was gonna say you yeah. could tell by the smell. <laughs> hmm. And it's got a sweet picture of Pontius Pilate on it. Mm-hmm. 
I, I mean, I think I would have to say it, it's probably what they believe that he looked like, since there's probably only maybe like some paintings of him. Yeah, likely. Uh, He's kind of, you know, <laughs> a, sto- a historical fella. If you yes, will. yes. It's appropriate for beer church. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, maybe. Yeah. They also have a double, or they have had, I don't know if they currently do, a double Pontius Pilate. Do you think um, there's, is there two pictures of Pontius Pilate? I on do it? not know, but now or I like feel like I need one to look. standing behind him. <laughs> like the good and the evil. I don't know. Anything's possible. Uh, so, as we drink our Pontius Pilate, um, we're going to talk a little bit about Beer Church. So, Beer Church is a, a brewery in a church. So, it uh, is a repurposed 1861 Civil War era church that was a church, and then it was an armory for a little while, and then went back to being a church. Wow. Um It was actually a church. It was a Water's Edge United Methodist Church until its last service in 2014. (laughs) And Beer Church opened in early 2017, so I'm guessing they bought it in 2016. So it was, um, I think it was slotted for either demolition or something, and they essentially saved the church. And um, yeah, so they started with six taps that were built right into uh, an old... 70 plus year old wooden altar um awesome. by the previous so cool. tenants of the church and uh <clears throat> they've had numerous different patrons come in and say they were baptized in that church and now they're having a beer That's... there and what a cool thing yeah, to say. i don't so... think i'll ever be able to say that right uh, yeah i definitely will not be able to say that but it was pretty cool they added a beer garden in 2018 and actually right now as we speak i think i don't know if it's done yet they were adding the upper deck with 120 more seats wow really yeah. Yeah, so they're building a whole nother level to the outside oh, area. Man, that's yeah. awesome. You know, I picked these beers up a few weeks ago. Okay. We went out to my brother has a house in mm-hmm. Michigan in the new Buffalo area. And um we stopped there kind of on our way out of okay. town. Yeah. I've and it been was there too, yeah. Packed. I mean really? it was like we were there jam packed. On... I don't think it was a weekend. I don't remember when we were there. We were there, me and my husband were there. Maybe it was last year, and that maybe that's why it wasn't so busy. Yeah. Probably. Pretty okay. sure it was last year around July because we went for my birthday, maybe. Something okay. Around there. Okay. Um, but yeah, we stopped too, and they actually had a beer that my husband liked, and which is a rarity. Miracle. It is. It's a. It, it's a miracle. Um, so because he doesn't generally drink beer, but he was. So yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're building a, a whole other level um, of outdoor seating. So it's going to be a, a pretty big, pretty big undertaking. But um, so it started in 2017. Uh, it was the idea of uh, a couple, Simon and Lestina, um, mm. after they visited actually Lagunita's beer circus in 2014. They loved it. They said it was ridiculous. It was yes. novel. Everyone enjoyed it. They wanted to have some crazy, um, just like quirky idea and a beer church is what they landed on lucina was in digital marketing simon um it's actually john lucina and jane simon so the sexes are the opposite but so john and jane jane and john um john was in marketing and jane was a law professor at notre dame um and so they went (laughs) A completely different phase of their lives. Um, they took on head brewer Nate Peck, who had actually won a bronze medal 
back in 2014 at the Great American Beer Festival, and he was working at Tapestry at oh, the time. Oh, okay. So another okay. Michigan brewery, um, and he's still with them, and they came upon this idea to open up a brewery in a church. Um, interesting, they did put out kind of a um, revenue funding, uh, revenue share funding uh, out back in 2017 um, to try and get investors. And one of the things, like, you could buy, um, you could donate, or not donate, I guess, you could buy for $25,000, you could have a beer named after you. Or for $50,000, what they called sainthood and immortality, you could get a stained glass window panel in beer church with you depicted on it performing a miracle of your choice Uh, oh my goodness i love that idea oh that's so great they hate so unique ways of trying to get investors what miracle would you be performing i I mean you gotta be turning water into wine right right? you have to water into beer rather yeah water into beer perhaps wouldn't that be perfect right i came up with a brilliant idea and i do not have fifty thousand dollars no but so that was one of the ways that they tried to um, <laughs> generate uh, generate funds. I love it. Um, to continue, you know, to r- get the business up and running is things like that. So I thought that was really That's kind so of cool. unique. <laughs> what a, see, and now that goes beautifully into our conversation about weird laws. But before we do that, uh, yes, what do you? Think I'm gonna of drink this. this. Beer? Yeah, yeah, why don't we drink and the beer? beer? Turn water into beer. <laughs> I like it. I'm a sucker for an IPA. <laughs> I am too. The one thing that I will say is when I find when I come across one that I don't particularly like, it's got like a this doesn't have this. I really like this. Mm-hmm. But the quality that I sometimes think comes out in any IPAs that mm-hmm. I don't enjoy is almost like a dingy like a like a gritty. Yeah. A little bit. And, yeah, or almost like I don't want to say almost too dank a flavor, mm-hmm. but it just has it has something in the background, it's not that, balanced. Some of them, like that uh, takes this away one, from like the the, the flavor to it, yeah. the creaminess, and even that like touch of the bitterness that you get even on the tail end. Yeah, um, the I hate the mouthfeel of an IPA is very maybe um, it's important, and that's specific. why we keep saying it. It is because it to it <laughs> you can really it's distinctive for yeah. a New England. I feel like compared to some other IPAs, and I do really like New England IPAs. I love I the too. smell of them. I do too. I don't know why. I, I just kind do. of wish I had an any IPA in my keyser, but my mm. husband is not really a big oh, fan. Yeah. Uh, I will say, announcement, we mm. kicked a keg oh. in the keyser. The Flying Dutchman, the Rum Barrel Age, oh. stout mm-hmm. from Miskatonic yeah. is gone. It's gone. Well, now I, you need a replacement. I talked to Paul from oh. Miskatonic last night about getting Kiwi Coolie, which is a New England IPA. Or, oh. I'm sorry. No. A New <laughs> Zealand <laughs> IPA. I can't believe I just did that. It's because I'm. it's on my brain. Right. Yes, yes. But it... Um, yeah, I've had it at the brewery, and I, I thought it was not really had cool. It. It's so it. interesting. Yeah. It's got, like, just the variation on an IPA is really mm-hmm. intriguing and enjoyable. I'm going to check it out. I highly recommend. Yeah. I might get a keg of it. That would so be So I should find out tomorrow. That's a good summer, like, perfect yes. time for that. Well, that's that. what we want. We want yeah. a crusher I in like there. I like it. To mix yep. in, because we mm-hmm. still have a barley wine in there, yep. and we still have this gin barrel-aged Saison, mm-hmm. which is like, got an inch of liquid I was say, left that's gotta in be it. going uh, Even the barley wine, 
doesn't have a lot left. Uh, I was really worried we were going to run out of all three at, like, <laughs> at the, the same, same time. time. It was going to be like one day, <sighs> the next day, the next day. You're like, oh, crap. Yeah. I got to replace So these. we're getting there. That's close. All right. Um, but yeah, no, this is a, this is good. This is a classic New England style. It's got a little bit more bitterness at the end than some of the ones yes, we had previously, I think. so. I think. The aftertaste. Yes. A little bit mm-hmm. of that hangs with you. Mm-hmm. This is great, though. I really I would agree. like this. Yeah. I'm really glad I like it because when you mentioned that it was the first beer that they yeah, brewed, it's one of their flagship sometimes beer. Sometimes those recipes could be a little rough, True. and sometimes they don't want to abandon the original recipe yeah. because it's a it's an origin story for yeah. them, you yeah. know. True. And I like this is nice and balanced. And if they've made adjustments over the years, then they've done they, it well. Yeah, yeah. Cheers to them. Yep. This is actually so they opened up and they didn't have any brewing equipment, so they actually contract brewed this uh, particular beer elsewhere, and they thought, great, we're gonna make one batch of it. It should be enough for us to c- get up and running. And they sold out so quickly they actually had to make a second batch <laughs> elsewhere awesome. before they got there, which is a great problem to have. But um, this was definitely their flagship um, beer. So, yeah, this is awesome. I really like it. I do, too. This is really good. <coughs> so. So let's get into it. All right. Okay. What do so you got? First of all, I want to begin by saying, you know, I brought up the thing like, well, what age can you leave your kid alone mm. in the car or alone at home? Um, sure. I really struggle with this idea because on the whole, mm. my kids do pretty well by themselves and i don't mean alone i don't mean left alone mm-hmm. i don't leave yeah. them alone no but just but independent like they don't need to be bothered my 10 year old will sit in his room and watch youtube videos for 45 minutes if i don't interrupt him and literally nothing will he wouldn't happen. even notice if you were gone <laughs> but the problem is that my kids have an issue with answering the door when oh. somebody knocks or the doorbell rings mm-hmm. Now, over time, when this has happened a couple of times, I've sort of like, you know, beat them into submission over it and they don't really do it anymore. But that is something I would be concerned about is that they don't seem to totally grip the fact that you have no idea who's Who's at at the the door. door. And if it's Amazon, you don't have to answer. They're just going to drop the box. Which comes every day. They don't want to talk to you anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. I could totally see the same thing because our kids always run to the window when somebody comes. But. Years ago, we put a reverse deadlock on our door. So you need a key to unlock Ah. it from the inside. You can't just, it's not just a twist. It's not a regular old deadbolt. So you actually need the key. And right now they're too short. We put it at the top of the like door um, to get to it. So they can't really open the door yet. And we don't probably need it anymore. I mean, we put it on when our oldest was young and didn't comprehend. Don't let your baby brother and sister out the front door. Um, and they right. were dancing out in the front yard yes, when I, I was trying that. to take a shower. So I don't believe that would happen now. And the thing is, they all know how to get out of our house elsewhere. So, like, we have a backsliding door that they all know how to get out of. We have a garage door that they right. all know how to open and push the button. So it's right. not about keeping them in the house anymore. It's just we've never changed it. So Right. Right. Um, well, so, and now the yeah. idea is that you want them to make a good, good decision. decision. Yes. And at this mm-hmm. point, they're probably too young yes. to be put in that mm-hmm. position. They could be easily uh, convinced to open the door properly. I so. agree. Mm-hmm. I think... 
while in general, if my kids know who's at the door, I gen- I basically don't mind them answering. But sure. there have been times where I've been like, listen, even if it's so-and-so, mm-hmm. I did not tell you they were coming. Yeah, They can call me and stand at the front door. Yeah. I'm upstairs in the shower like yeah, yourself. Exactly. Yeah. They can call and say they're at the front door and that the kids won't let them in. They won't that's have fine. hurt feelings nope. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's definitely something that, yeah, you know. I have a friend whose daughter is eight and um, she doesn't, she, we don't leave our kids home alone generally, generally speaking, but like she'll go for a, a, a jog like around the block around the neighborhood. and like just l- leave her eight year old and be watching TV and whatnot. And she knows all her neighbors and, and you know, that might not be legal. I don't, I don't personally have a problem with that. She's not getting in her car. She's literally going for a jog, but I could see where you'd want to make sure like you just don't open the door for anyone. Right. Like, literally yeah. anyone. Yeah. And I think, I think that this falls into a gray area, yeah. which is kind of exactly the point that we're making. <laughs> yeah. and, and another one that I would mention would be, what about like letting your kid have like a sip of wine mm-hmm. or yeah. a taste of your beer, Sure, you know, in your house? Yeah. I mean, technically, that's illegal. Just mm-hmm. like leaving <clears throat> leaving an eight year old home alone is illegal. Technically, is illegal, yes. especially or in, the car. in the state of Illinois. In the state of Illinois, you, you have, have to the be highest 14, age, right? yeah, fourteen, yeah. to be left alone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but you're talking about a place, an area where maybe people have opinions on that. I mean, yeah. many laws people have opinions well, on, yeah, but like in these cases, mm-hmm. you as a parent might. Consider the law unnecessary at times. Mm -hmm. And so would you give your kid a taste of wine on Easter? Because everybody's drinking wine and they were like, what does wine taste like? Yeah, I for sure would. Me too. Like, definitely. I did do that with my now 10-year-old, although it was when he was eight. Mm -hmm. It was not this last Easter. It was the previous Easter. So he was not quite nine. Sure. And we allowed him to have wine. I, my husband was drinking a white wine and I was drinking a red wine. Mm-hmm. And we were going to Zoom with all of our relatives because mm-hmm. this was like two weeks after they locked us in our houses, uh, if you recall. Yes, yes. Easter. Yes. <laughs> the time in which we were watching Tiger King to try to survive. That's true. Holy yeah. cow. Yep. Uh, yeah, we Zoomed for Easter that year as well. Yeah. Yep. So we had like a Zoom or Facebook sure, video sure, sure. chat yep. or whatever planned. And we told our son, we were like, listen, don't be like advertising that we let you have a little bit of wine mm-hmm. because like i don't know where everybody falls on sure. this matter and i yeah. don't really want to have a conversation yeah, about I don't it. deal with people let's just be happy to see our family and enjoy ourselves mm-hmm. and then move on and it was literally the first thing he, he said <laughs> everybody gets in the chat and he was just like hey mama guess what mommy and daddy let me have some red wine and some white wine <laughs> so he didn't just say he we said. let him taste wine he told them he had a variety of wine <laughs> I was really pleased with that. Yeah, right. The first thing we talk about. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, no, I I have no problem with that. You know, and like, it, so Wisconsin, which is just north of us, legally, there is no age limit for your child to have a drink if they're with an adult at a bar. Your 14-year-old yeah. can order a drink at a bar with a parent, and it's completely legal. Wow. Yeah, doesn't I mean, matter. it's a federal law, though. Yeah, but they, they I literally like been with people that's crazy yeah you can be underage in wisconsin and order a beer with your parent wow 
Well, that's just going to get us right into our fun, weird laws. So I tried to break this up into like weird laws in Illinois, weird laws in other parts of the country. And then I even found some weird laws across the globe. I did not do that. That I will share when we reach that point. So why don't you fire the first one at me, Lauren? Tell me what we got. I don't don't know. Um, All right. So I went with kind of states. Well, you know what? Here in Illinois, I thought this was interesting. Not super funny like some of the other ones. But have you ever heard of the sip and spit law in Illinois? No. So if you're underage in Illinois and you are, if you're under 21, you are allowed to taste alcoholic beverages as long as you then spit them out. Wow. So you have the experience. Um, so apparently this was passed because a bunch of culinary students, they said. I have this law on my list too. Oh, yeah. So like they should be able to understand and taste um, and have the whole like well-rounded, full-bodied experience and understand it, even if they're under 21. So. What? What generous laws we have here in Illinois. Right. They passed it in 2012, so it's a relatively... It's not super old. That's a very reasonable thing to do, though, is to make an exception to the law in a way that is really just for scientific purposes, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for professional purposes. Yes. So anyway, so that was just an Illinois one. Yeah. So what do you got? All right. So... I felt, I felt like this was very podcast-related, not necessarily <laughs> beer-related. Okay. But mispronouncing is a misdemeanor in Joliet. <laughs> Joliet, Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> mispronouncing. Interesting. And since I mispronounce all the time, I'm going to have to be super careful that I don't go to Joliet. That's super interesting. Because I will be getting a misdemeanor there. Huh. Okay. Definitely, definitely interesting. Um so I will go back to a couple of alcohol-related nice. things. Uh, so North Carolina, it caught my eye because that's where my brother is currently residing. Um, so in North Carolina, it is unlawful to sell or consume. Um, uh, or allow the sale of consumption of any alcoholic beverages during a bingo game. Ah, that's good. <laughs> I actually discovered that Florida passed a law in 1974 allowing the state to ban alcohol sales during hurricanes. I read that too. Yeah. Yeah, they have the choice. Essentially, they don't want people uh, stocking up being on all their liquor happy, and being belligerent. Surviving during hurricane. the hurricane. I think that's just mean. I think that's a mean law. Do you remember so. at the beginning of this, there were like some very passive conversations. Some states did like shut down like liquor stores mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was just like, has the world gone why, mad? Why, why? You need that. I do, I do not understand. Wait a second. Wait a second. So I can't yeah. go to a baseball game and I also, and I also cannot drink, drink in my home nope yeah no nope. just shoot nope. me dead no nope. totally no nope. yeah um <laughs> uh, in south carolina uh it is illegal to operate a dance hall within the quarter mile of a cemetery so that you don't wake the dead well that makes total sense <laughs> i mean doesn't it right i thought so uh let me see what do i have here what do i have here i have a law from chicago it is forbidden to fish while sitting on a giraffe's neck okay in chicago i didn't know i mean that's pretty much at the zoo right don't do that so okay if you're ever on a giraffe's neck and you have a fishing pole you're gonna get in trouble okay got it uh fish related in wyoming (laughs) you legally cannot shoot a fish with a firearm 
That's fantastic. I had that on my list as well, by the way. (laughs) In New Jersey, Mm. you can't wear a bulletproof vest while committing a crime. I read that. I didn't write it down, but you know. You're already committing a crime. So it's really just motive. That, like, you know that that's pre- it's premeditated. If you're wearing a bulletproof vest, like, clearly you mean to cause some havoc, right? I, mean, I feel like that <laughs> argument can be made many times where you're like, oh, they were already breaking this law and so we're surprised they broke that one. I mean, I get that there is levels of wrongdoing, yeah. but... They're clearly going to break a plethora of them. Um, back to animals. In Arizona, you can't let your donkey sleep in your bathtub. Well, yes, that seems silly. Uh, in Galesburg, Illinois, mm. there is a $1,000 fine for beating rats with a baseball bat. Okay. They really like their rats. Galesburg had a bunch. I had, That was the only <laughs> one I picked. But Galesburg, Illinois is a really strict place to live, I think. That's so Yeah. Strange. But okay. <laughs> um yeah, so <laughs> uh, in West Virginia, you cannot substitute a hunting dog for a ferret. So anyone who hunts, catches, or pursues any sort of wild animal hunting with a ferret instead of a hunting dog will face up to 100 days in jail. Whoa. So Seems no really ferret stiff hunt, penalty right? for a ferret You cannot hunting. use a ferret. And it's not even hunting ferrets. It's that you can't use a ferret to hunt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Strange. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, this is a totally different direction, but in Chicago, kites may not be flown within the city limits. I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That's very interesting. Why? I mean, I don't know why. I guess you could say perhaps it has to do with like an airspace thing. Yeah, but it's a kite. So it's a kite. It's not going mean, to be taller than any of the buildings. High enough. And, right? Well, and exactly, right? <laughs> I don't hmm. know. Maybe it's an environmental issue. Maybe. I have no idea. I don't know. But okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's go a different direction altogether. Um, cannibalism is strictly prohibited and punishable by up to 14 years in Idaho. However, under life-threatening conditions, it is allowed. Well, I mean, you know. Wow. No, I got nothing. I was going to say, oh, sure, but nah. Yeah, still no. Not. I'm sorry. That's a bit too much for me. That's uh, what do I there. have that's crazy? <laughs> Adultery is still a crime in New York. Oh, oh they clearly do not prosecute that. I no. mean, considering. I mean, like, literally every politician in <laughs> exactly. America is from New York, and, and all of them all cheated. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't come after me, FBI guy. Yeah, right. I love all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's listening. <laughs> in Rhode Island, someone who bites off another person's limb will face no more than 20 years in prison, but no less than one. Can't bite off somebody's arm. So, if you bite something off of someone you will go to jail for at least a year exactly hmm. at least a year so like mike tyson wasn't he the one who bit, bit off a, evander a, holyfield's ear yeah so he that wasn't was in, in rhode, rhode island, island but yeah it would have been a year in that jail that is that is someone should let him know just right? in case there you go don't go to rhode island yeah <laughs> 
Wow, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What do I have? That might be almost it for me for outside, inside the United yeah. States. I have two other ones, both Wisconsin. Ooh, okay. One is you can't throw rocks at trains in Wisconsin, which I don't think is actually a weird law. It no. makes total sense, but it's like a very specific thing that they have very in Wisconsin. Yeah. And the other Wisconsin law is that you cannot make someone get a microchip. In Wisconsin. Just Wisconsin, not everywhere else. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, uh, Also, yeah. according to Wisconsin legislature, non-tasty cheese is technically punishable by law. Well, I mean, that I mean, it does make sense. For the cheese, I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Do I you have any sense. other good Illinois or United States ones before um, I give you some worldwide fun facts? Let's see. Um, uh... Any contest trying to capture a greased pig is illegal in Minnesota. I feel like that's something that you would see at like a county fair, though. So it seemed yeah. odd that it I would be illegal. I wonder how many illegal. pigs there are in Minnesota. Is I that a big pig state? No idea whatsoever. I don't even know. a little bit. Hmm. Um, let's see. What I feel like I've got something else interesting. Um, so in California. A frog that dies during a frog jumping contest cannot be eaten and must be destroyed as soon as possible. (laughs) This came from uh, an annual traditional county fair and frog jumping jubilee. So, you know, they have those. What's the motivation for not eating the frog if it dies? Right? I don't get it. Okay. Only if it does if it dies during the contest. Well, sure. So if it just dies in like its cage, I guess you're good. I don't know. Do they have cages? I don't really know. Aquarium. Maybe like you know, if the other frogs see that frog die and then get eaten, it'll be like too traumatic for them. Perhaps. So they would rather Perhaps. like the other frogs see you like take the dead frog and like uh, you know it's bury like it at sea or something. You know, like I don't know. Mental health thing. All right, yeah. a couple more and then I'm done. Um, Alabama, it's illegal to drive while blindfolded, which, I mean, seems like common sense, right? Yeah, that right? sounds like a good... I'm going to so, have to agree with that one right? for sure. But you also can't play dominoes on Sundays. Yeah, I read that. Don't yeah. know why. So we can't, that, there's that. Um, in Kentucky, every legislator, public officer, and lawyer must take an oath stating that they have not fought a duel with deadly weapons. So that makes me feel better about the you know the people in. Uh, they're not in, dueling Kentucky. each other. No duels. How boring. No duels. <laughs> no duels. Um, and I think. Uh, oh, all right. This one, and then I'll be done. All right. In Missouri, if a bull or ram runs rampant for more than three days, any person may castrate the animal. However, three town residents must attest in writing that the animal is loose. So if there's a random bull roaming around town, someone can capture it, but then three townspeople have to say... You didn't say capture. You said castrate. castrate. But how are you going to do that if you don't capture it? Fair. (laughs) Touche. But three townspeople must attest that, yeah, I saw that bull running around down the block. I assume that's a property thing. One would assume. (laughs) What a funny way of putting it. 
So, so let's uh, talk about the rest of the world. Yeah. Just for a second. Let's I just have do a it. couple here. Um, and then we have beer to drink. Yes. And then we can drink this uh, beer that would probably be illegal in some states mm-hmm. because it's a very high true, alcohol true. content. Anyway, so in Germany, it's illegal to run out of gas on the Autobahn. Oh, well, that is a safety issue, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Venice, and I've mm. seen this law broken many <laughs> times. It's illegal to feed the pigeons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should tell the pigeons. That, right? Yeah. <laughs> In Scotland, <laughs> it's illegal to ride a cow drunk. <laughs> that I would watch, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds like an awesome thing to do. Something like that clearly is in the books because someone did it I mean, and something you know, bad happened. Careful your coffee's hot. You know, it's <laughs> exactly. one of those things, isn't it, though? <laughs> yes, yes. Last. And this is just kind of interesting because I imagine that this has changed. Mm-hmm. But in Denmark, it is illegal to wear a mask in public. Oh, it, there was a state, and uh, I don't remember in the U.S. where, maybe it was New York, um, that it was on the books up until pre-COVID that multiple people could not wear matching masks in a you know public place or something oh, wow. like that. Um, so I'm clearly, I'm assuming that has changed, but interesting how the times, uh, you know, have yeah, affected imagine this. what the motivation behind that law was initially and where we ended up. Right. Exactly. The stupid reason we ended yeah. up getting stuck outlawing, yeah. uh, taking that one out. Okay. So let's drink our second beer church. It's called in yes. a Midnight in a Perfect World. Okay. Or in a Perfect World Midnight? I don't midnight know. Midnight in a Perfect World. Midnight sounds good. Midnight, midnight. In Let's a just call it Midnight. Yep. It's got a beautiful, like, Van Gogh-looking drawing mm-hmm. on it. Is that what you would say? Yeah. Kind of Van Gogh-looking swirls and a night It's sky like a starry the... night. Yes. And mm-hmm. the beer church is on there. Oh. So this is a stout, an imperial stout. And it is 17.02%. It's a big APV. <laughs> so we are, and I would just like to tell you guys, this does not often happen, but Lauren and I finished that New England IPA. Yeah. <laughs> we do not normally drink all of the beer that we yeah. open, which sometimes makes me really sad. Yes. Uh, but, but we did. Today, so far, <laughs> we have accomplished that goal and probably to our peril. So yeah, let's not this? do that yeah. with this. That's a that's gonna be a lot would of be liquor. Terrible. Very heavy. Don't drink too much, please. Okay, I'll give it a shot. I have not had this, Ooh. so I don't know if you have or not. I bought another bottle and I did drink it because Ooh. I wanted to drink it with a with a group sort of. <laughs> so it was my husband and me and my friend Catherine was over, mm-hmm. and I proposed opening it because I thought the three of us drinking. This better made than be- one. more Three sense than, one. than yeah. one or two of us drinking mm. it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yep. that's that's smooth. It's pretty smooth though, right? Yeah. I mean, considering the fact high, that it's so strong. Yeah, that's. It's got a really, really nice tasty. sweet flavor. You know, it had a nice head initially, but it's kind of flattened out a little bit. Um, and not to say that it's flat. Most stouts don't have a ton of carbonation, and they shouldn't. Um, no, yeah. Although I don't like when flats are like flats. When stouts are, are like super, super, super flat. flat. They need a little bit of body. I too. need just like a smidge of that, that little zing, because it kind of, it kind of allows you to enjoy the sweetness without 
they're just being like it's like drinking just syrup when you put your drink yeah, I you know can't. get the it needs drink a little bit of body restaurant. to it you gotta you gotta balance that with something else so what do we get in here I, it's uh i mean it's super it's very smooth to me for being that high of abv like it's just very drinkable i mean i don't know if chocolate I sh- yeah, I mean, maybe chocolate. I also feel like I'm getting some vanilla, Lauren. I'm I mean, getting cinnamon. Is there cinnamon? cinnamon in here? I don't know. What's it called again? I'm going to look Midnight it in a Perfect World. I Googled it and I got song lyrics. So, oh. um, <laughs> so apparently there's a song called Midnight in a Perfect World as well. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting chocolate. I, I feel like maybe it's the aftertaste on my tongue. I get a little bit of cinnamon. I could be okay. wrong on that, though. What What is it? What are, what are other people? I mean, here we go. Let's see what everybody. So chocolate caramel. Mm. That's what we're getting. That's why you said cinnamon and I said vanilla, because they both kind of bracket that caramel flavor. Where they're like sweet, but they have a little bit of a tangy. I've also, got a little coffee bit of... is on here. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's very well liked, by the way, on Untapped. Which oh, okay. uh, there's not a lot of check-ins, and it's it's under a four out of five. I know we never do that; we never say what. No, we are really reviewed. don't. But but um, hmm. but I was curious about this one, not just because we were having a little trouble nailing down that, and caramel is Labor I think profile. the one that we were missing. But um, I also like to look up reviews after I've had something. If I absolutely loved it or I wasn't super fond of it to kind of gauge how other beer sure. lovers, yeah. you know, maybe felt. that maybe it's the coffee that I'm getting that tastes a little bit. I think I like get that the, in the aftertaste. And maybe you know, that's what I was identifying as like your nose. Cinnamon-y? I feel like that coffee. Yeah. Flavor that you get when you're drinking your coffee. I could see that. No, it's yeah. good. It's way smoother than I would have expected um, in that high of an a- ABV. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oof. it's got a good... It's got a good mixture. Um, mm-hmm. It definitely has a good balance of the different flavors to it. You know what I right? mean? So, yeah. No, I, I really like this one. I do, too. Well, I think that was a win. I think that Beer Church, Church uh, impressed us. And I'm happy to say that because yeah. it's a, an easy place for me to get beer. Yeah, it's good. I've definitely, we've been up, New Buffalo is really close. I mean, you could do easy do like a day trip for there. Absolutely. It's not not yeah. hard at all. I mean, we've done that. My brother has a house mm-hmm. in Michigan yeah. in that area. And there have been days where we've just gone for the day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's been great. You know, yeah. and it doesn't feel overwhelming to make the drive, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful place. And Lake Michigan is right there. Yeah, it's perfect. I would. Definitely I love everything about it. Definitely be be good for going there. Pick up some beer and uh, enjoy a little road trip. So, all right. Well, this has been fun. I'm going to keep drinking our Midnight in a Perfect World. Yes, me as well. And, cheers, uh, Lauren. Cheers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.